0: Hey,
1: everybody, and welcome to Plan K, the Korean Drama Podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we started a new K drama called Huayugi.
0: Yay, probably you've heard of it. It's pretty darn
1: good. (laughs) I feel like. I just go on drama fever and Vicky so much that all of my advertisements on any website that I go to are from those two websites. And Huayugi was all up in my business like a month ago.
0: Yep, like Instagram, every other advertisement was like, Have you have you taken time to watch Huayugi? Have you taken <laughs> a moment? And it's like, Not yet. But now we have. Calm
1: down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just as beautifully done as all the advertisements looked, which is nice, because I feel like sometimes the advertisements are a little bit really well done, and then the K-drama's like,
0: meh, here we are. It's like, it's a pretty basic K-drama. We we brought our A-game to advertising and uh, our C-game to
1: to the (laughs) K-drama. To the drama. The drama's a lot longer than one photo shoot, so we couldn't make it all that cool. But no, this one's, like, um, I'm thinking mostly fashion at this point. The fashion and the cinematography and the CGI, they're on point. Yeah. Mostly the fashion, though. My god, the fashion.
0: It's pretty bananas. It's funny because we went straight to this from, uh, if you've been listening along, the last... K drama that we did was while you were sleeping, which was really approachable fashion. And then the fashion in this is so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um,
1: I don't even know. Like, cause I feel like Sunmi's fashion is like supposed to be everyday, but it's still above. Yeah, she is
0: like a cut above the rest for sure. She makes everything look really, really sleek, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the way she's carrying herself as this character, or if it's just who she is as a person. I This is the first time I've ever seen her in anything. Yeah. Uh, but I really like her, but she is so elegant, I feel. And yeah, yeah it's just like the costuming only plays that up. She's, she's a sleek, sleek lady.
1: And everybody else is like... um. More like what models wear, where you're like, like, nobody could wear that in reality, but I guess you can if you look like that.
0: Right, like, ah, it's definitely out of control, but you wear it well.
1: Yeah, I guess you can wear a full-length fur coat at any time of day if you have the power of a god.
0: Yeah, I do like that they're using... Like, character costumes to express the fact that these people are gods. Like, they're also out there. They're obviously not necessarily connected to reality. And I love how mm-hmm. they're playing that up with these kind of bizarre fashion statements, or the fact that, like, I'm pretty sure that, um, I'm not pretty sure. I'm, like, 100% sure. I'm not dumb. Um, Sun Ogong is, like, a monkey, right? He's, like... Yeah. And Okay, so, um... I love that he wears that fur coat, because it's, like... I don't know. I, I feel like they're playing up that aspect of him. yeah. And so it's really, really cool. Or how they talk about Ma Wong when he's trying on suits, and they say, no human could cut that kind of line in a suit. And I'm, like... Obviously the actor is human, but I love that statement where it's just, like, Look at you. I also yeah. on that note, I love that they've decided that so many celebrities are actually just like demons and spirits. <laughs> I'm like so on board for that. Like have you seen yeah. them? They're too beautiful. They never age. Obviously a demon.
1: Yeah Thank you. Thank you for um putting into truth what we've all always suspected. <laughs> the, the beautiful that cape- k-popsters of the world are just demons they're just
0: demons
1: so stop trying to attain their level of beauty because we never will that's cool that's cool um so yeah who who is your favorite character so far
0: oh it's a toss-up it's so hard to choose one for a couple of different reasons in part because there's one character who's two characters, and I <laughs> am so here for it.
1: That's fair.
0: I love the Winter General and the Summer Fairy so much.
1: So much.
0: But I think that the character that I love that we get the most exposure to actually is Secretary Ma, I think. Is, is that right? Oh, uh, Yeah. The dog spirit. (laughs) I just love dogs, and she is actually my spirit animal, I think. Before she even got the chance to say, Should I kill him? I was sitting watching a K drop, watching the first episode with Emily saying, Just kill him.
1: Just murder him. (laughs) We have to murder him. We hate him. We hate him. Murder him. And then she put into words what we were thinking, and she became more perfect. Yep. I love um, that again, girl. Again, if you've been sticking around, she was in Goblin, which we watched a yes. couple of months ago. And she was amazing in that. And we love her. Yeah,
0: she is the best. I don't even... Oh, I feel like I'm really missing out on a whole area of Raquel being an outrageous fan of a person. Uh, because I don't... I I don't know her name, I don't know the actress's name I need to look that up
1: Same, we're not good about that, guys We're just, uh, we're very basic fans We just like the dramas
0: Yep, in fact, I'm so bad about it That I, like, I actually feel bad all of a sudden Like, I feel like I need to edit this part out (laughs) Because I feel like I'm We're not doing our jobs Guys, any idiot can have a podcast about a K-drama Just pick up a microphone and you can do it too
1: just just google it right now and then edit it in
0: her name is lee l
1: that's a pretty cool name
0: yeah uh now i'm just falling down the freaking wikipedia rabbit hole so don't mind me we can keep podcasting (laughs) (laughs) i've got our whole page pulled up
1: oh no Oh, Raquel. This is why we never look anybody up. It's too much to know.
0: Yep. There's like a whole thing. Oh. All right. Okay. Anyway, back to it.
1: Back to it. She's great. I think my favorite, besides Winter General and Summer Fairy, is Ma Wong, because I love his acting style. I don't know. I feel like I was telling Raquel, I don't know if I love his character, because he seems fairly neutral as far as like whether he's, um, good or evil. Which is like the, the whole thing of the drama is like, what is good and evil? Who is good and evil? Like, can it really be defined? Yeah. So that's, that's not saying much, but I just really like how the actor plays him. It's very over dramatic and very silly. Like that's that just tickles my humor.
0: Yeah, it is. It is silly is a good way to put it, but I also think there is a precision and great comedic timing in that. Like it's yeah. it's just really good. Kind of on the note of like not knowing where he stands with stuff, I really like how everyone is just kind of on their own team in this K drama. Like, it stresses me out a lot. It's really stressful, because like you said, it's like, we don't know who's good, who's evil, how it's all gonna shake out, and I'm so used to watching K-dramas where it's like a fight between good and bad, a fight between, for like, what's right, fighting the good fight, and so it's so, I guess, unique to watch this K-drama where, yeah, everyone's just on their own team. With the exception of, um, this sucks, uh, see, on me, I'm gonna have a lot of editing to do around (laughs) this area. But yeah, like, she's the only one who's not- and even then, she's a bit on her own team in that, like, she takes the opportunity to enslave a demon to her- (laughs) Like, and then when he says like this is not a good thing, like I'm not in control of myself, she's just kind of like I don't care. You were gonna kill me. Sucks to suck, loser. You put on the bracelet. I, oh,
1: I have so much conflict about this show. Like Raquel loves it so much, and I I love this show overall, but I hate the sadness. There's so much like people being enslaved and put into contracts they don't want to be a part of just because of necessity for their own life to keep living they have to do these things that they don't want to do and now as I'm talking through it I'm like maybe it's supposed to be like a bigger picture like uh, a life lesson hidden in here somewhere (laughs) but I hate it oh it's making me so uncomfortable and sad and makes me just not want to watch it
0: know, and I'm sitting here watching Sion Mi get broken, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready to be hurt. I don't know <laughs> why I like that feeling. Like, I think probably a lot of people do, because it's why we come back for the drama. Um, but yeah, I just really like that heart-wrenching feeling of watching him say, I'm in love with you, but also I want to kill you. And her looking so busted up about that every time. <laughs> I'm like, yes, what a nice hurt. Make
1: it hurt that so was good. So sad. <laughs> After the ending of the last episode, um, this week we watched episodes one through four. Probably should have started by that. Whoa. So if you haven't finished all four, <laughs> um, don't listen to this part. Cause at out. the end of episode four, she's like, "Would you save me under any circumstances?" And he's like, "Yeah, for sure." And it just oh, it just made me not want to watch it anymore because it's so it's all a whole lie. It's all fabricated, and it's I guess like they've woven the story so well that it's not a lie that he actually does love her, but he loves her because. The magic bracelet makes him love her, and I'm <laughs> so I'm messed up about it. I hate it so much. I just don't want to watch it anymore. I'll just skip to the last episode like I always do, and be like, "Here's the end."
0: Like I'm ready to see if it ends happy or sad. I know that is one thing where I'm like, I have so many expectations now for the plot, and I don't want to share them here because I'm I'm mostly done. With the, uh, making predictions thing. I
1: just... We're always wrong. Yeah, we're always (laughs)
0: wrong. We can't keep doing this, guys. We can't keep doing this.
1: And if we were right, we would feel pretty bad for, like, spoilers. Yeah. So we'll just keep it in, like, the Twitter and maybe the website. Keep it in the comments section.
0: Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, now I have all these expectations for how the plot is going to go, and if it doesn't meet those expectations, like, even thinking about it, I'm like, oh yes, this would be so good, I just want to see this from it, and then if, like, when it comes down to it, I feel like there's just that solid chance that it won't meet up to my expectations. I don't know why! (laughs) Why am I such a negative person? I've never had a K-drama that, like, fully let me down.
1: Yeah, no. They're all, they've all been good. So I don't know why you think you'll be let down, but I get it. You just want very specific things from K-dramas sometimes.
0: Yes, and this one I want, like, very specific things. So we'll see. We'll We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Because if he he stays her slave, yeah, that is messed up. I don't know if I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah! (laughs) That's
0: a super abusive relationship.
1: Um, so far they already gave that, like, scene where homeboy, um, I, I call him Jesus in my notes because I don't remember his name. He wears all white. Yes. And he was, like, the brace that will come off when homegirl dies, probably of old age. And I was like, well, that's not the ending that I'm looking for. Mm-mm.
0: No. <laughs> 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 and I don't think it's the ending that's even possible at this point because they've They've said there's one of two options here, pretty much, where either she's a sacrifice or he's a sacrifice, and either way, it's gonna be super sad.
1: Are Um, you already sad about that? Because I'm already sad about that. I'm
0: already sad about it, and I'm smiling like a maniac, because I'm ready to be hurt.
1: (laughs) Raquel's gonna watch the last episode alone and then tell me what (laughs) happened. Because I don't want (laughs) to cry anymore.
0: Done crying those tears, those K drama tears.
1: We should have just done this on two episodes at a time, so it would be dragged out for a good four or five months straight, and then I don't have to cry for like five months.
0: Yeah, five months ahead of you before some tears.
1: But no, we keep rolling this K drama train, so that at least once a month, I just claw my eyes out as we finish another K drama. <laughs> They're all sad. Why are they all trying to hurt us? I don't get it. Um, should we do like an episode overview, like real brief?
0: Yeah. Do you want to do episode one?
1: Sure. Um, episode one, we live tweeted on our Twitter. So if you wanna, if it's not too far in the future, you can scroll back through and see our live tweet jokes on. How we perceived the episode. We were pretty funny. We were pretty funny. Um, it was kind of confusing. Is a lot of like introduction and there's a lot of lore going on with this show. It's some bad So haircuts. episode one, kind of, yeah. Oh my. Oh the haircuts. <laughs> Stop with those wigs. Um, there's a lot going on in episode one, and they just kind of lay some groundwork of there's a little girl who sees ghosts and. And she frees a demon. She's tricked into freeing a demon by another demon. And then she grows up and she can still see ghosts. And she's got a lot of money. Not 100% clear on where all the money comes from. There's like this thing where she's the CEO of a very successful real estate office. And we know she gets money from that because it seems like people sell their houses because there's... Ghosts in their house And then she gets rid of the ghost And can sell it At a high price
0: Which That's an ethical dilemma I'd say But uh, I mean It's weird Providing a service
1: Yeah the The weird thing is That the few ghosts That we've seen That she gets rid of The ghosts Is like Before the family Sells the house And with like The really rich family With the little boy Who's possessed by the doll She gets rid of that one And her assistant's like, we didn't even get our realtor's fee from that one. And they're not selling their house anymore. So she's like, no, I don't want the money. Like, I'm not after money. I'm after helping people. And you're like, but where did all this money come from then?
0: Like, what are you doing?
1: Is this? Um, a moral compass that has developed after um, kind of conning all these other people. And then
0: making yourself a demon slave? Oh, wait, no, that's not yet. That's not yet.
1: No, I don't know. Yeah, so it's this weird, like, she's she's uh, real rich and real strong. She seems like a strong female lead, and I like that.
0: I actually really love her. Um, I, for, like, kind of a lot of reasons, but... It'll come up in the overview,
1: in the recap, the episode recap. The episode recap. There's been a few K-dramas that I've watched, and you've probably seen a few as well, that center around ghosts. I'm into ghost K-dramas. I really like them. I like a little spooky. (laughs) And it seems like most of the time, if the female lead can see ghosts, she herself is like a zombie person that walks around afraid of the whole world. And it's one way to play it. Like, I'm sure there's people that would be freaked out to the point of incapability if they could see ghosts all the time. So I try to be compassionate. But it's nice to see a female lead who's like, it's just a thing I have to deal with. And, like, she's spooked out a lot of the time. Yeah. But she's still goes on with her day and her life.
0: She has the world's most ineffective umbrella weapon, so with that by her side, she can just get into a lot of trouble and not fight off any Gosel. How is she still
1: alive? How is she still alive? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So I like her. She's she's good. Alright, I'll throw, I'll throw you episode two.
0: Okay. So, uh, in episode two, it starts off with, uh, with you finding out that she learns from an early age that if she bleeds, then it attracts demons, so she tries not to bleed much um, and this is because she is she is being punished for releasing a demon into the world uh I, yeah, a demon right a spirit that was locked yeah. up, and um, I think he's
1: a demon, yeah oh boy, yeah boy.
0: Your boy is a demon uh, and so she uh she had made this contract with this demon, and he he found a loophole out of it, but she's still being punished for releasing him, which is why her blood smells like lotus flower to the to the demons and um So this episode is pretty much just her trying to find a way to get him to honor the contract, but she can't remember his name, and that's, like, the biggest part of the contract, is that she needs to call his name to get him to protect her. And so uh, she spends this episode trying to get him to submit to her will, and uh, they meet a horny demon, which was the grossest. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of funny, like also super interesting what an interesting storyline it was an. Interesting he just wants a bunch of wives
0: and he picked out seven and he was all ready to marry them but uh but in her search for finding a way to get him to honor get uh Sun ogong the demon to honor the contract uh she find or she gets ma wong the other demon to give her a bracelet where uh where if she puts out on him and activates it, then he is bound to protect her. So she does so.
1: I think she proves to Ma Wang that she's like the little girl and that she deserves his time by going on stage and singing. Oh, it was so cringy. That was so. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I do not like that. No,
0: I don't care for those cringe. Those cringe humors.
1: Why are you guys doing that?
0: Yeah, her voice is really bad. It's just bad.
1: And I feel like it was supposed to be, and that's fine. It's fine. But I hate it.
0: She doesn't have to be talented, but then you start thinking about someone standing on a stage doing a performance, and, like, he knows what's going on, and the other demon knows what's going on, and she knows what's going on. But every other person that's watching that is just, like... Melting inside from the contact humiliation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I hated that scene. Yep. Not my kind of humor. But it got her a bracelet. A, yeah. a gum Yeah. That's the worst way you can say it. The
0: hardest thing to say, actually. I... It's the bracelet in my brain. I wrote it down yeah. like four times and I was still like, oh no. My... My Southern American drawl does not allow for me to say this.
1: (laughs) I proudly tried, and I will probably do it again to prepare. (laughs) But we all know, it's the magic bracelet.
0: Yep, the magic bracelet. So she activates it, and he saves her after. Can we just talk about how no one in the history of television has ever cut their hand open in a normal, like, small way when they need to bleed, like, like she, she needs to bleed, and so she cuts her whole palm open. And it, she's not the first fictional character that has done this. But no, I'm, I'm calling it out now. I'm done with watching people like cut into the muscle of their hand <laughs> and just like accepting it for like, oh yeah, they had to do it. No, I'm no, I'm so done
1: with it. I'm such a ween. I would be like <laughs> freaking the middle of my stomach where the fattiest part is, and just like, boop, tiny little (laughs) hole. Like, can't feel it. Just pretend it's not even there. But
0: that's like the logical thing to do as well. I just don't understand why time and dramatization has made us watch people obliterate their hands. People need hands. They need those things.
1: You can't just go, like, six weeks while your hands are healing from that. And just, like, not use your hand.
0: It's like if you have them, you use them every day. Respect that.
1: Respect that. Respect the hand. Don't cut it right down the middle. This is also the episode where there's a kiss, and that was in the still shot for the episode. Yes. The first kiss. That kind of blew my mind. Did it? That was a weird thing. Yeah. That was fast.
0: Yeah, it is episode two, I guess. I am used to, like, usually we have to wait for a solid, like, episode three for a first kiss. But it was also one of those kisses that they throw at you where it's like, I feel like the first kiss is never a good one. They never give us, like, like a first kiss in a situation where, like, both parties want it. It's always surprising, (laughs) and someone is a little bit put off by it. Or in this case, someone... You can
1: tell because they have their eyes open.
0: Yeah, and they just look, like, really perturbed. And then, in this particular case, he actually becomes a slave boy because of it. A slave boy demon. A little slave monkey.
1: Oh, so sad. Yep. That's a twisted kiss.
0: Don't kiss people you barely know.
1: That's the lesson here.
0: That's what K-dramas have taught
1: me. (laughs) Okay, don't take many life lessons from (laughs) K-dramas. <laughs> we can take all the fashion lessons we want. Which, <laughs> um, what was Homegirl's name from while you're sleeping?
0: Ooh, that Hongju. was a whole, that was a whole K drama ago. Yeah, Hongju.
1: Hongju. We cut her hair like Hongju, and she looks gorgeous.
0: I did. I couldn't help it. I thought it was the cutest haircut, and I have actually loved it. I had really long hair before, and summer is coming. Um, and you know how in like Game of Thrones people fear winter. When you live in the Mojave Desert, you fear summer.
1: <laughs>
0: so I had to shed some of that,
1: and it looks gorgeous. Thank you. And we're just taking taking that fashion advice from these K dramas. I'm gonna get the fur coat. Yes.
0: Oh, we you look so good
1: <laughs> I'll get the coat. <laughs> and... I gotta uh, really up my game. Because you can't pull off a fur coat without the rest of your outfit being on point. We're not going we to get
0: much from our time binge-watching K-dramas, but we will get
1: that dope fashion sense. <laughs> it will be above what we should do. <laughs> but isn't that what fashion's really about? Yeah, in the end. It really is. I write important names to the top of my notes, and... On episode three, I wrote that there is a peacock who is Gongjak, and I'm wondering if he's, like, a famous K-pop star or, like, actor. He must be. Um. Yeah, that felt like a big deal. He said his name, like, nine times, so I was like, okay, I gotta write it down. He's gonna be a character. But I forgot until this moment that he was a character, because he did not come back.
0: No. I'm actually looking, once again, like, scrolling through a cast list, and he's not in there. I feel like we miss out on so many, like, really, really good, like, home team references just by not... We need to really immerse ourselves further in the culture. Mm -hmm. We need to, like, I guess we have to move to Korea and start going to, like, K-pop concerts and...
1: Yeah, yes. That's the logical next step. Yep.
0: We have only one option here.
1: So sorry we missed out on that. Hopefully other people recognized the peacock and thought he was wicked cool.
0: Oh, yeah, I did. I found him. It says cameo, so.
1: So he must be famous. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody who we let down. Yep. Episode three, we find out how the bracelet works, which is... So K-drama, so K-drama <laughs> to be like the bracelet that works with the power of love. <laughs> and if I had to describe this K-drama to anybody, I would just leave that part out.
0: Because <laughs> it would not yeah. sell them. It would not sell 90% of the population. Pretty much yeah. what you've got to stick with is there's demons and people die and...
1: It's cool. Yeah. It's cool stuff no love in this K-drama that's not what we're here for (laughs) um yeah so he's like in love with her, and as Raquel said he constantly points that out he's like I'm in love with you and you're like oh your heart clenches because you just want it to be true and you know it's true because of the bracelet the bracelet makes it true but it's not true because it's just the bracelet and it's Not not his his will.
0: It's not his real feelings.
1: This is a tough one. Oh, he gave her a stuffed animal in this episode. That was super cute. Oh, Oh, this episode was where homegirl, what's her name? Buja. She comes to life. Starts out, um... Goes on the hook. Ogong makes Samjong's blood into butterflies. The butterfly flies (laughs) into a dead girl. The dead girl comes back to life. She crashes a car. And I thought those guys would be dead. I thought she killed her killers.
0: What you just said right there is how you would get people to watch this K-drama. That's the pitch (laughs) right there.
1: Super sick. Watch episode three. It's
0: like The Walking Dead, but with blood butterflies.
1: With blood butterflies. One of the hardest tongue twisters to say. (laughs) Um... Apparently she doesn't kill... They're not her killers. They were hired to bury her. So we know that someone else killed her. Pretty sure it's that guy that they kept talking about. The young guy who's, like, gonna run for president.
0: Yeah, El Presidente.
1: El Presidente. Um, so she... They get into a car crash, and she runs off and is now part of the, the gang. There's, like, a cacao talk yeah. with the gang. <laughs> It's
0: so cute. Oh, I just like it because all Mi has ever wanted was a group of friends, and now she has them, except one's a zombie and the rest are demons.
1: (laughs) I'm worried about PK. He wants to kill her a lot.
0: He does want to kill her a lot.
1: (laughs) Uh, I feel like um, Winter General and Summer Fairy are, like, for some reason, just not interested. And I don't know why.
0: Against all the odds. I guess because they're, like, I don't know. They're, like, they decide to live good. the good life, I guess. they
1: such good.
0: I don't know, but I love them for it. I love them so much. <laughs> they're the good guys. The real MVPs of this show.
1: They're so good. And this, um, so this zombie girl joins the gang, and they go around trying to find her murderer, which is a very uncomfortable thing because her face is on, like, every billboard in town, and they just keep walking around with her. Yeah. Like, this will not be a problem.
0: We're not worried about it, and it's like, oh, you're out of your minds. I... The moment that she was resurrected with, uh, Jong's blood, was a moment... I was so worried... I was actually relieved when she got up and started walking, because I thought it was just that, like, the blood was gonna land on her, and then Mm -hmm. there would be some kind of evidence when people discovered the body that led them back to see on me, and I was like, I can't do another legal drama. I can't do it. I can't live like this. There can't be fantasy murder drama and legal crime murder drama. That's too much murder drama.
1: Whoa, I didn't even think of that. That would have been crazy. Yeah. No, this is much better. Um, They're going to be seen together walking around.
0: (laughs) So at least one of them looks alive, but, well, both of them do, I guess. Yeah, they both
1: look alive. (laughs) But how long is that going to last?
0: I uh, was super here for Extreme Makeover Zombie Edition. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun.
1: That was a lot of fun, and I thought it was pretty good comedy when her eyeball fell out. It makes me anxious all the time now.
0: Like, is this gonna just keep happening? Oh boy, are we gonna bring this back?
1: Because I'm waiting for it, and I don't want it to happen in front of anybody else, but it was funny when it happened the first time. I do like that
0: she became Seon Mi's daughter, essentially. Like, she took her last name, and she just, like, follows her around and laughs at her so cacao cute. messages. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> the family that she never asked for,
1: but... Deserves. Yeah. Always deserved. And um episode three, I think, is when Sunmi signs the contract with Lucifer Entertainment. Yes. That so. says she'll do the dirty work. Which, there's a really cool cutscene that is not actually reality, where she imagines her... With her umbrella, and Oh Jung with his frying pan, and PK with his microphone, and Oh Gong with his flash water, and they're all in <laughs> nice suits. They're like the men in black. They're rolling out. They hop in
0: the van and go to do
1: the go to go to do the ghost busting. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Uh, I didn't even think about how it was like Korean Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah, so much cooler than the regular Ghostbusters.
0: Does that make, like... Sorry, Bujad. does that make her, like, Slimer, do you think?
1: Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Like, she's on the other team, but she's not playing for it.
0: Yeah. She's the charismatic uh, dead person.
1: I okay. hated that that wasn't real. I understand why it's not. But I just wanted it to happen.
0: Well, now... Like it's all I'm gonna be able to think about is like Ghostbusters forever.
1: <laughs> They're so cute. So
0: deprived of entertainment all of a sudden. I was loving this K-drama and now it will literally never live up to the standard that I want it to. Yeah. See, it's like that. That was that like the literal thing that I want from from uh K drama and like I I can I have that? No can never have
1: <laughs> what I want. It's too much to ask for. And the last thing about episode three is that we get a glimpse of Sunmi's family life, which is just so sad. She's got this um, mean uncle who knows that she's uh, ghosty and does not let her into his house. And then she's got a nice sweet niece who is her only friend in the world and then turns out to not be anything and just wants money. And, yeah, there's that big, like, car accident scene, which is, I think, kind of funny, kind of sad.
0: Yeah. It's sad. I Like, it was really empowering for me to, uh, to I guess, give her that opportunity to turn to her, like, niece-cousin. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. Uh, and just tell yeah, her that, like, you're a brat and you're ungrateful and all of you are the worst, don't call me. And it was just that moment where it's like, it feels so good. It's kind of similar to that moment. It's those little moments that make you fall in love with a K-drama character when they, like, get to have their moment and it shows their their actual character. Uh, another thing for her was um, when before the bracelet uh when ogong was trying to convince her to let him eat her and they go on like the world's most awkward date and then at the end of it she's just kind of like no i'm going to keep living forever so you can just not worry about it like yeah cuz for like for all you're going to get like which is nothing you can just expect that I will be an old, wrinkly, like, hag by the time that... And it's like she has nothing to live for, and he points that out to her, and she's like, it, that's none of your business. I'm gonna keep living. And I was like, I love this girl.
1: Yeah. That's... She's just constantly like, you know what I've got to live for? Me. And I'm awesome. Good for you. Like I love, I it. love that.
0: You go, girl. Yes.
1: You go, girl.
0: I also love a girl with a potty mouth. In episode three, she, like, takes, I think it was episode three, she takes someone to task. Maybe it was episode two. I honestly don't remember, but she starts swearing out a car yeah. window, and I was like, oh, my girl,
1: I've never <laughs>
0: related to a K-drama star more.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's when she gets in trouble, yeah. trying to save a life. That's good. She's a good person.
0: She is. I love her. <laughs>
1: um, I think the cliffhanger for episode three is I just wrote Run Hanju, because I think that's when he's trapped with the zombie.
0: Oh yep, yep, in the apartment, and she's on the
1: hook. That was a lot of setup. That yeah. was a lot of setup that didn't. I didn't love.
0: Yeah. There was like a whole ten minutes at the end where we're just watching her slowly creep toward him. And was just like, oh boy, okay.
1: Yeah, and it's just like he was in the apartment and then he cut his hand so she smelled the blood. And you're like, oh, she's going to go after him. And then he just leaves. And you're like, oh, thank goodness he's safe. And that's so that um, Sunmi can have the conversation with Ogong and Ma Wong. And then he comes back. He's
0: like, oh he for ghostwriting. And it's like, oh you didn't, though.
1: You didn't. That's, that's that's too far. Too much drama.
0: Too convenient for the zombie. Yeah. In the end it doesn't it matter just... though, because in episode four, it all gets solved very quickly. But what Thank I did. Goodness. Yeah. What I did love about that is how reluctant Ogong was to help Sionmi. So he was like I only have to protect you but in the end he helps out and there's one thing he says and I'm so I love it so much where he just says I guess your shit is my shit now
1: and <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh that's yep <laughs> that
0: is how it's going
1: that's uh, your relationship yep Um, and there's another line I think it might have been before that Way said, "If you had taken this off, I would have killed you immediately." And I wrote, "This is the most confused I've ever been, because I just want them to be in love, the normal love." I kind of, I guess,
0: I like it because she already has all of this power over him, and that's a pretty abusive relationship. But he gets his his own back in the pettiest ways. He's so petty. Just be like, (laughs) I definitely would have just murdered your ass if you had taken this off of me. It's like, well, I guess this is just like reciprocated abuse. So this K drama is pretty messed up.
1: (laughs) It's so hard to watch, but it's so good. It's all so good that like I love it. Yeah, and I know it's quality. If I'm going to watch K-drama, it might as well be quality K-drama.
0: Well done. Well done with the with the dark comedy.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I think I wrote, or I talked about a lot of um, Homegirl, Buja, is that her name? Oh, yeah, yeah. In episode three, but it looks like she was mostly in episode four. I think I'm... episode three was her, like, wandering around town.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, episode four, she's in a lot. That's when she like when she gets made over, but they have kind of an interesting run in with a gluttony demon. This is Ghostbusters. We're just <laughs> watching Ghostbusters.
1: I really like it. All their ghosts are really interesting.
0: Yeah, cause the gluttony ghost, and it's like a whole episode, or like, yeah, it's like it's it's Ghostbusters the series. <laughs> and they go, and they find this ghost that is essentially causing people to have, like, terrible eating. Well, it's not even that. It's just, like, parasitic. It's not, like, an eating disorder as mm, much as yeah. it's, like, preying on
1: it's, the... It's taking all their nutrients.
0: Yeah, and something that I'm, like, really into is the moment of vulnerability. Like, the gods talk about how weak-minded humans are, and that's irritating. And not, like, in any real sense. Like, it's just good, like... Good scripting, I think, because it's true. It's like humans are pretty weak to stuff like that. But then they turn to Sionmi and they're just like, so you'll have to be the one that lures the demon in because as spirits, we don't have thoughts about how we look. And she was like, yeah, well, I've never been concerned either. I just eat healthy and take care of myself. And then yeah. there's just a beat of silence, and then she's like, okay, I'll do it. And it's like, that <laughs> moment of vulnerability was so relatable. That's yeah. such good scripting, because we've all been there. We've all been looking at ourselves and been like, man, I wish this, I wish that. And then when we're in a conversation with another person, we're like, it's just about eating healthy. It's not about how I look, it's about eating healthy. And we know that's
1: bullshit. That's such yeah bullshit. Like, they're looking at you like, we both know, but it's okay, because we're on the same level. Yeah, like, we're just gonna,
0: we'll both pretend like that's the truth.
1: Though I did, they kind of flipped it around later, and I wasn't a huge fan of, she um, lures in, I guess, the gluttony ghost by getting one of the smaller ghosts to attach itself to her with the tattoo. Like, she gets a tattoo, that attaches one of the baby spirits, and they don't seem to utilize that. Homeboy just um, comes and gets rid of it, and then they, like, leave. And I just don't get it. Yeah. I'm really confused as to what the point was of her getting the tattoo put on. It was funny how she was like, just give me, like, one week. Just one week where I can eat whatever I want.
0: Like, I'll eat it all, and then I'll be, and then, okay, 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 three days. Just
1: Three Three days. days. Five more minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh, the second most relatable moment in any gay drama. Seriously. It was just
1: like, yes, didn't But it didn't mean anything. I don't know. It didn't amount to anything. So I didn't understand why it happened.
0: Just an excuse to put her in a pretty dress and send her to a club. That's
1: fair. But it seemed like she could have talked to homegirl and been like, where'd you get this tattoo? Give me the... Give me the business card. Because you got the business card. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the business card had the tattoo on it, and the tattoo was the ghost, but it wasn't the ghost. I don't the know. The more I'm
1: thinking about this, I'm like, why was there a tattoo artist that was, like, giving out business cards if the tattoo just, like, you just rub someone's arm, and now they've got it? Like, how did the tattoo artist even stay in business if you just do one and you're done. Uh what? 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 Uh why didn't she get the card and be like I'm going to go get the tattoo and then go to the tattoo artist and get the tattoo and then oh god, could be like I have to save you. And we think that the tattoo artist is the the mastermind. I guess I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she Cuz just... it was nothing. <laughs> Like, she eats for five minutes, and then they go confront the tattoo artist, and you're like, okay, now it's the real drama, and the tattoo artist is like, "No, nah, I'm not the demon. I'm just and like, like a con okay. artist,
0: yeah. And yeah. then they're like, okay, well, we'll report okay. this to the police, and then they're like, no, where could this demon be?
1: And, uh, oh, that's so weird, now that I think about it. I didn't notice until talking this through. Well. <laughs> Why did all that happen?
0: Had to fill up an hour and a half, so.
1: Yeah, these episodes are too long. Cut them down. Cut
0: them down. Cut out out the club scenes.
1: We don't need them. I I did like the club scenes. Her dress was really pretty. Keep the club scene She can wear a dress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you win. You win, K-drama writers.
1: (laughs) I just don't get any of it.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Then they have that final fight. And then she goes and tries to get ready for the New Year's party. And it's so sweet, because I think she's going to finally get, like, a dinner with her friends. And she seems really happy. And she's picking out flowers, picking out food to make for them. And I'm like, oh, remember how it's all she wanted was to, like, have a dinner with friends and go on a date. And it was, it was, I was so warm inside. And then they were like, actually... We're going to show her that the end of the world is coming. And.
1: And that's on her shoulders yeah. now.
0: So she's gonna have to fix that. And that's her problem. And Ogong's problem as well. Because her shit is his shit. <laughs>
1: um, Raquel is like. Raquel said before the show started that she wanted to just keep watching and like binge through the rest of the episodes. I, on the other hand, saw this ending and really never want to watch again. I just want to watch the last episode. Because it was mostly this scene, like this last five minutes of the episode that's so sad. And there's the, the little cutscene of Ma Wang talking to Jesus. And he's like, who's the real sacrifice? Samjong or Ogang? And Jesus just like shrugs,
0: just, like very coy. That cryptic Jesus smile.
1: That cryptic smile. And then there's the the end scene of Ogong saying, I'll protect you until the bitter end. Why? Why do you have to make me sad? <laughs> Love, I, you're not ready to be <laughs> hurt.
0: Hurt me. End the world. End it. Why, I'm ready. <laughs> But first, get me really attached to literally everyone in the K-drama, so I'm sobbing by the end.
1: Yeah, they're gonna take their time, because these episodes are long, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. This is gonna be a long K-drama. I'm glad we're doing four at a time, so that it's not infinite months of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It was tossed around, and then we were like, remember how it took us half of the year to get through Goblin? We better not. (laughs) And it's for the best. You better not. Mm Because as soon as we hang up on this call, I'm probably going to watch another episode before bed. Uh. Ah! Can't (laughs) stop. Won't stop.
1: Yeah. That's our feelings. And this week, we'll watch the next four episodes, episodes five through eight. So join us here. Same time next week. Or if you're like us, and you're in the future, just binge them all. Binge all our episodes. Yeah! Binge all the Foyugi episodes. Do what you feel.
0: Do it in whatever order you want. We're restricted by our own podcast making. You, the world is your oyster.
1: Do what you feel. Do what you feel. Uh, And if you're binging it, or if you're watching it one episode at a time, if you're being reasonable, either way, let us know. Let us know what you think about this K-drama. And who's your favorite character? I'm really interested to know who people's favorite characters are. Yeah,
0: this one has such an array of different characters that, uh, I feel like, I don't know, it's not the same as, like, picking out Henry Lau's character and being, like, obviously my favorite.
1: Obviously.
0: Or, like, uh, freaking wu tok in While You Were Sleeping, like,
1: <gasps> obviously.
0: obviously everyone's favorite.
1: This one's got an array, and I want to know. I want to know if anyone's favorite character is Sonogon. Just curious if there's anyone out there.
0: Yeah, if anyone's like, he's, he's my man.
1: It's my man. It's my little Um, You can let us know. You can get in touch in our comment section on our website, playonk.com.
0: Or oh. you can send us an email about it. If you don't want to spoil anything for other people, but you want to spoil things for us, you can send us an email at playonkpodcast at gmail.com.
1: You can tweet at us at playonk.
0: Or you can, what haven't we said? You just say it. I can. iTunes. iTunes, that's right. We're playing on K there. And if you rate us, review us, and subscribe, we'd appreciate Even better.
1: it. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. And then you can get updated whenever we have new episodes. And know what we're watching when we're watching it, so you can catch our live tweets of our... Probably we'll do it for the pilot and the finale. Yeah. We'll always live tweet those. So stay up to date with us, yeah. wherever we're at. Um, that's it.
0: Except... Oh, Thanks, James. Have over our theme song. Thanks, James.
1: All right. All right. Sing us out, James. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.